Sunday morning, you're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. There are times in our lives when we sit back and we are waiting on the opportune time to take advantage of circumstances and situations. We are waiting on the stars to align and everything to move into its place before we take action. We want everything to be proper and in its place before we move. And sometimes God is testing us to make sure that we're willing to take him at his word and to launch out not knowing Mm. everything that we want to know, not knowing as, as the Bible said of Abraham, he went to a city that he didn't know where he was going. He started out on a journey and he didn't know where he was going. Sometimes God will propel us to move forward using just what we have to accomplish what he has promised to us. And oftentimes when he does that, what we have looks so insignificant. It looks like it pales in comparison to what we really need. But that is the time that we have to walk by faith and take God at his word. Mm. You got to start where you are, use what you have and do what you can and watch God provide the rest. The scripture says that we walk by faith and not by sight, meaning that we do not look at the physical realm. We look and we look to the word of God, which is in the spirit realm. When God speaks a word to us, that means for us to hold on to it. And it might look adverse to what we're looking at. That's the reason why he even told Jeremiah, he says, set your face like a flint. He said, don't look at the people's faces. And that's what we have to do. We can't listen to the people's voices. We have to look to what God has said and hold dear to it. Even when it seems like things look dark, it looks adverse. As I said before, it looks like it's not going to happen, but this is not what God is calling us to do he says don't look at those things he said but we walk by faith and not by sight we're not looking at the natural realm we're looking to the promises of God and and you know that's where having sight is a blessing for sure but that's where our having the ability to see naturally really becomes a hindrance to us because what we look at is what we can physically see before us and what we can physically see before us is like a Moses all 
all I see is a big red right. sea and I can't get through it. I can't get around it. I don't know what to do. All I see is an obstacle, an insurmountable obstacle at that. And I don't know what to do. Or like the spies that were sent to Canaan land. All we see is that these people are so much bigger than us. We are like grasshoppers yes. in their sight. All we see is the insurmountable obstacles. All we see is the difficulty and the hardship. But what God wants you to do is really to close your mind to what the natural eyes can see and take him at his word. And sometimes he will challenge you to use what you have right where you are to accomplish what he has called you to do. I know what you have looks so insignificant. Think about those disciples when they wanted to feed the people and they said, Lord, we must send them away to eat because we don't have enough to feed them. And Jesus said, well, what do you have? And that's the question I want to ask you today. What do you have? Stop talking about what you don't have. Stop talking about where you wish you would be or how you wish you could be. Sometimes we will sit and gaze into the life of others and wish that were our life and wish we had what they have and wish we were where they were. Stop doing that and look at where you are and use what you do have because God can take what you do have and multiply it and do miracles with what you have. All they had was a couple of little fish and a couple of loaves of bread, but he said, set the people down. We're going to eat. We're going to feed them and eat. I know the disciples are saying, did he not hear us? Mm. We said, we just got a little lad's lunch and I don't know where he's going to get the rest of this food from. Um, and you know, it just brings to mind when Jesus said to his, to his disciples before he said, have I been so long with you and you don't know me yet? I mean, really, that's the question we can all ask ourselves. Have we been walking with God so long and we still do not perceive that he is a provider an ultimate provider and that there is nothing too hard for him that God will provide whatever you have need of. He will provide Use what you have. He said of Moses in Exodus chapter four, you know, Moses was, he had called Moses to lead the people. And Moses was saying, you know, Lord, they're not going to believe me. They're not going to believe that I have had this conversation and this commission from you. And then God says, you will go uh, to them and you will speak to them. And Moses said in chapter four, verse one of Exodus, Moses answered and said, but behold, they will not believe me nor hearken unto my voice for they will say the Lord didn't appear to you. Mm. And the Lord said back to Moses, what is it that is in your hand? And Moses said, it's a rod. And God said unto him, cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground and it became a serpent. And Moses fled from before <laughs> it. And the Lord said to Moses, put forth your hand and take it up by the tail and put And Moses, put forth his hand and caught it. And it became a rod again in his hand that they may believe that the Lord God of their father, fathers, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob has appeared unto you so that God could show Moses who he was before Moses could show the people who God is. God wanted him to know, take what is in your hand. LJ Renee, this is Moses's lesson before the Red Sea. Because right. again, at the Red Sea, God says, what's in your hand? Again, It's a rod. He hadn't learned the lesson. So God's going to teach it to him again. Take what's in your hand and I will accomplish my will with what you have. You think you don't have a lot, but little becomes much. If you put it in the master's hand, use what you have. Moses, what's in your hand? A rod. What do 
you need? I need a miracle. Use the rod that's in your that's hand. Right. And what he's basically is saying that he's given he's given a, a Moses a sign. He's saying, you know, because the purpose of sign signs is to demonstrate the, the power, power of, of God, God and the authority of God. So basically he's saying this rod that I've given you, it might look like a little rod to you, but little do you know that this rod is my power. It is my authority. It's my word going forth because everything backs up and everything adheres to my word. my word. So when he stretched that rod, it was like him stretching his word. And the Bible says the whole earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So that water recognized the authority, the authority of God, although it was in Moses' hand. And that's what he's trying to get us to see is that, listen, the word of God, I've given it to you. You use it and it's going to perform in the place where I where I sent it. Because everything, everything, everything recognizes the authority of God. I don't care what All nobody said. All things were made by All him. Things and were without made. him, there Come was nothing here. made that was but made mace. except he, he made, made it. That's right. So when the water, when the rod went out, went out, the water recognized that this is God speaking. This is my creator. This speaking. And the water began to part. And then not only that, then it was dry land underneath that water. The water, the dry land said, oh, this is God's word. Whatever you what? need. Come on now. I mean, think about it, LJ Renee. When David goes before Goliath, you know, they try to give him an armor. They try to give him yes, a rod. Yes, they yes, try yes. to give him a sword. He said, I can't, this is not my stuff. I can't use it. And he said, but I'm going to use what I have. That's right. He had learned his lesson on the backside of the mountain when he was slaying bears and slaying lions. He took that slingshot and that smooth rock. He said, I come in the name, name of, of the, the Lord. Lord. And we've got to get that lesson. I mean, God gave it to Moses twice. Throw your rod down. Watch what I can do through it. So when you get before the Red Sea, that's why he didn't have to go a long time with Moses to say, what's in your hand? It's a rod. Moses, right there, that's God saying, remember what I did with yep, that yep, rod? Yep. Nobody else was privy to it. But Moses knew God's performed miracles with this rod. Absolutely. Use it again. And trust me, if I did it before, I can do it again. And isn't that what David said? The same God that gave me the lion and the bear, he did it before. He'll he can do, do it, it again. again. Absolutely. And you're talking about David when he spoke to, listen, all the rest of the men were scared. scared. But see, David know, knew who he was. And because he said, well, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that dare come against the armies of the Most High God? He didn't say that dare come against the, the arm, uh, Israel. He didn't say yeah. that. He, he said... He they Saul's army. No, he didn't say that. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? that do not recognize that this is the hand of God. He said, but I'm going to show you. And with, with, with something that seems impossible, impossible to take out, I don't know how tall that giant was, but they said he was huge. But he hit that giant with there was one rock. There was one place that giant would fall, and that's where that rock that's landed. That's where that rock, rock landed. And, and even at that, that rock would still not have knocked the giant down, except the power, power. of God propelled but this is the thing, it. That's, that's exactly it. You're talking about the rock the rod we're talking about the rock but what it is is the it presence is the of, god. of god it's the presence of god that the people that 
I don't care if it's a human being or it's nature. It recognizes who God is and it's going to perform what God says is going to happen. It will rise up and say, this is God speaking. Because his word cannot return void. That's right. When he speaks it, the word is pregnant and it must accomplish what it was sent to do. Think about the widow woman that fed Elijah. I mean, she said, listen, all I've got is a, is a little bit of uh, oil in my cruise and me and my son are going, I'm going to make a a little meal for my son and I, we're going to have our last supper and then we're going to die. And Elijah said, before you die, Fix me a little bit of that and give it to me. Because what he knew was that you can't die until my purpose is fulfilled. That's because right. God said you're going to be the one that sustains me. That's so right. you might think you're planning to die today. But God said you shall not die but live. Because you've got to do something that's going to bring glory to his name. So you've got to use what you have. I don't have a lot. I don't have anything of significance. But you just don't know when God touches it what you have becomes significant it becomes important and it can accomplish the will of God not because it's great not because it's plenty not because you're wonderful but because the power of God can do anything and just as that if we had faith in the word that God has given us to speak. He says, speak to the mountain. Speak to and it. he said, say, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. And he said, and it shall be removed. He's telling us right there that what our tool is, we got the rock, we got the rod. Now we got the, our mouths, where we, mouth, where we can speak unto this thing. And it begins to back up and, and, and yield to the plan of God. Because what, what he's doing is he's increasing our faith. Like you said, when he did it the first time, it shocked. Matter of fact, the Bible says that, that, when when the rod turned into the snake and the Lord told Moses him to pick up, he said, and I don't blame him. I would have cut and run too. But the second time, he said, okay, the snake turned into a, I mean, back into the rod. He told him pick it up. Pick it up. So then he stretched it out over the water and then it parted. I mean, I'm the same God. Same God. The same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. And he said, just as that sea had, had parted because my children had to get through. There was no other way. I'm going to make a way for them. And that's what he's saying to us is that if you just have faith and you just believe, he says, I'm going to make a way. And I cannot tell you how many times when when God says something, you work at it. He made a way. Then it looks like you're stalled for a moment. And you say, well, how in the world am I going to do this? How am I going to get that? I don't have the money for this. Who's going to? And the next thing you know, God all of a sudden brings some unexpected blessing into your life or make a way or show you favor where you are able to get that. And that's what God is saying. He said, all you got to do is speak to it. Speak to this thing and say, be thou removed and watch what I do. Because really, he says, I watch over my word to perform to it. Perform it. And so if we're speaking it, then then he's going to perform it. And he said, you can call those things that, that are, are not, not as, as though, though they, they be. Were. And then watch them come to pass. So, you know, we, we spend a lot of time fighting against what is because we want it to be better than it is. We want our circumstance to be better than it we is. Try to we want it our out. situation to be better than it is. So we fight against, sometimes you're fighting against the power of God. This is the mm. will of God that you have this struggle. Sometimes God brings you through trials and tribulations on purpose that he might perfect right. you and show you That's what right. is in your heart, that he might show you 
I mean, everything you're made of, it's not pretty sometimes to look and see what, what you're made of, but it brings you to that perfect place in God where you're perfect and entire and wanting nothing because you trust the power of God to provide what you need. But you have got to be willing to use what you have. Stop worrying about the tomorrow. We sing in that song from, you know, the, the Annie movie that, you know, the sun will come out tomorrow. You know, you better start <laughs> praising God for the rain and the clouds clouds today because there are some blessings in the clouds. There are some blessings in the rain. The sun is wonderful, but I'm going to enjoy the day. If it's cloudy, I'm going to enjoy the day. If it's raining and I'm going to enjoy the day, if it's sunny, because this is the day that God has made. And there is no bad day when you're walking in God. Stop worrying about, you know, what you don't have and what, you know, I should have been further along in life than this. I should have accomplished more than I have accomplished by now. Stop worrying about that, those things that you cannot change, but start where you are and use what you have and do what you can trust that God will make uh, your tomorrow better than your today, that the best is yet to come, that you have not seen the fulfillment of what God will do. Eye has not seen and ear has not heard the wonderful blessings that God yet has in store for you. You know, what? it reminded me, and I, I, I told you this before, is when I heard the Spirit of the Lord one day tell me, he says, go for it. And then the very next day I heard him say, go forward. And so I'm telling you this is because one day he says, he says, go for it. And then the next day he says, go forward. So here I am. I'm going for it. I'm taking my action steps. I'm doing what I have laid out. You know, I'm going for it. But then you come to a point where you say, okay, I'm going for it. Okay, well, what's the next step? Because uh, I can't see no more. It's no more there for me. But then he tells you, go forward forward don't stop don't stop he said you keep working and you go forward and as i go forward god is going to make the way and isn't that how he is just because you don't see something doesn't mean that he's not that he's not working that he stopped working or that he's forgotten about you and like we said before when the seed goes into the ground you don't see what's going on in that seed and that's that soil only thing your commandment is to do is to water it and sometime every day and then before you know it you'll see a blade of grass or or ear a blade of ear of corn will come up out of that ground but it was working all the time it came up through the soil because now it's time for it to be seen and that's what God is telling us. What is in you is uh, is working. It's working. It's working. That seed in you, that word that I put and in you, is working you in you. You can't see that flower. You can't see it you growing see beneath it the ground. And breaking apart. But sure enough, when spring comes up from the ground, it rises. I, let me just tell you this. The other day, I went outside, unbeknownst to me, I'm getting ready to cut down the uh, tomato branch that I had from last season. I look down in the pot and I see sprigs. No, basil. And it's coming up strong. And I'm saying, my God, how did that happen? Well, the basil that I had was in the pot next to it. Somehow Mm. or another, it it somehow or another got planted in the tomato. Well, it was unexpected. Mm. So when I looked at it and God began to start speaking to me, he said, listen, that's leftover seed. Mm. He said, listen, that was planted in another place. You didn't even expect it to be there. But look at it. 
And I looked at that and I said, oh, my God. And that really is a sign to me, as some of you are probably thinking now, that's that's the same thing. It may not have been a plant, but you're thinking about something else, another situation in your life that was unexpected. That just because you did not see it, it was there all the time. And as the water and the rain, and you know we've been experiencing a lot of rain, up comes this plant that I'm sure is going to be very strong, that I'm going to be able to use, that God has given and put it in an unexpected place. God has that blessing for you. It is yet working. It's in you. And God, at his, at his appointed time, it's going to come forth. Listen, I expect to see. You can say expectancy, but I expect to see. And that should be our testimony. I expect to see what God has promised, even in an unexpected place. And sometimes God will allow there to be handfuls left for you on purpose. That's what I thought about when you shared that is how God will allow others to leave you handfuls on purpose. I mean, there are Come blessings on. that you houses even, you didn't even you build. Didn't even, you didn't build the houses. You didn't till Come the on. land. You're looking in the tomato pot and you're getting basil growing <laughs> out of the tomato pot. There are unexpected blessings that God has for you and you're going, it's going to come up when you least expected in a place where you least expected. God will provide what you need every single time. You just need to trust in him. Put your confidence and Come hope in him. You don't need to fight. You can just trust in the Lord. My faith can't survive on things I see and my feelings can't control my destiny. God, I only want what you want from me. So why don't you close your eyes and watch God provide. God provides in ways I can't explain and can't deny. The little that I have, he multiplies. Just when I feel he won't show up on time. God provides, he'll come through. When the clouds of doubt rain down on you. Test everything you thought you knew. Now you finally see what God can do for you. So tonight, close your eyes, there's no more need to fight. Watch God provide. powerful basically what it's saying is that i cannot adhere to anything that is contrary to the word of god anything that looks counterproductive anything that looks that in opposition to god's word 
I cannot set my eye upon it. I have to keep before me the word of God. It doesn't matter what it looks like. And I'm even talking to myself. It doesn't matter what God, what, what it looks like. It's what God says it is. That's the reason why he said we walk by faith and not by sight because sight's going to trip us up every time. But believe that God is going to bring that vision through and it can be in very unexpected ways that God is going to met and it can come through an unexpected person. I don't know how he's going to do it, but one thing I do know is that he is going to do what he said he's going to do. God doesn't need our abilities, but he demands our availability. He asked Moses the same question that each and every one of us need to ask ourselves today. And that is what is in your hand? What do you have? Let God use what you have to perform the miracles that you need to accomplish his will in your life. Moses had a rod. David had some stones. Abraham had a son. The little lad had a lunch. Rahab had a scarf. Samson had a jawbone. Miriam had a tambourine. Hannah had a son. The widow had one last meal. But God took all that they had and made something special, used them to perform his will in the earth. You need to believe to see the goodness of God right here in the land of the living. Watch God provide when everything you you have. It looks like it's not sufficient for what you need. Turn it over to God and watch God take that little that you have and multiply it to accomplish his will in your life. He will provide if you only put your trust, your confidence, and your unwavering hope in him. God will provide. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today. God, I hear your word right now says to take the limits off. Don't try to figure you out, oh God. That's what you're saying to us, God. But to be obedient that when you speak the word to do it, Lord God. At your word, God, we will do what you say to do. No matter how strange it might look, oh God. And no matter how many people might be against it. But God, when you speak, you're more than enough. So, Father, we thank you today in the precious name of Jesus. We want to not look at our income and say, well, we only make this much, and I cannot see how this is going to happen. But, God, you can make a way out of no way. And so we just thank you because the whole earth is yours and the fullness thereof. When you speak, it will obey your word, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ. If you can split a sea and cause your people to go forward on dry land, surely, O God, you can make a way for us, God. You're asking us to go beyond what we think, we go beyond what we see, Father, in the name of Jesus. I ask, O God, that you would give us the grace to stand and to fight against opposition to your word, God. That you would give us the grace, dear Father God, and the strength to stand against negative words, O God. That you would give us the grace, dear Father, to stand against what the enemy says when he says you're not going to make it. God, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, out of our mouths, you said, speak to that mountain, O God. And so, Lord, with that word, that we will speak to that mountain, that voice that comes to discourage us, God, we speak to it right now. The word of the Lord is true. Oh, my God, it's powerful. So tonight, close your eyes. There's no more need to fight. Watch God provide. I can't fix you because I'm trying to fix me. 
Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.